And we're live. We are live. Dan, welcome back. One Thank way you. ratchet. This is a big one. This is episode 10. And when we set off on this project, we said we would begin with 10 things you need to know about Bitcoin. That's right. And we've we've recorded them once and then we came back and did a second round of recording. And in some cases, like maybe even a third round for specific episodes where the audio dropped or whatever. So we're back in person for our last time in person, probably in a little while. Yes. Uh, so it feels good to be doing episode 10 in person on a Sunday, rainy Sunday morning before I head off to Sacramento for a soccer game. <laughs> and uh, here we are. Today is going to be different in that we're not going to be super content heavy. Every other episode has had a like a learning point that we wanted to convey. And today is sort of a summative moment, if you will, yes. where we're going to wrap up, you know, final thoughts about what we've talked about and, and this overarching idea about if you fix the money, you fix the world. And a lot of things we've talked about have related to the, the, sort of downstream good that comes with widespread Bitcoin adoption. Yes. And, you know, most recently we talked about energy and sustainable energy and how Bitcoin is actually, while a big user of energy, also a big promoter of future sustainable energy projects. So that's just one example of, of the type of, of sort of downstream benefits of, of widespread adoption. So, Without further ado, let's uh, get into it here. Uh, fix the money, fix the world, which is a great title, by the way. So tell me, why don't we start there? Why why that title? Is that a term of art in the Bitcoin world or is I it a Dan Felger original or is it a combination of both? You know, you it's, it's a great question. <laughs> and I've wrestled with this many times in thinking about this pod. While in the closet at your parents' <laughs> <laughs> some some of my best thinking i think was <laughs> in that closet so this is i'm torn because i think i could come off as sounding really effing smart on this pod by dropping terms like fix the money fix the world yep some of them actually are original i have okay. to say there's a few that have you're not going to tell us which ones <laughs> and then there are many that are actual full-on memes within the yep. Bitcoin world yep. that people just haven't heard yet. Mm -hmm. So, okay, here's one. I'm just going to come clean yep. in the very beginning. I did not coin this phrase. Wah. Fix the money, fix the world. Wah. I know, I know. Disappointing. But I do think as we, be, as we sharpen our Bitcoin games mm -hmm. over time, mm -hmm. we will be coming up with – we're going to be creating. Well, fiat games. fuckery being fiat the fuckery. best. Boom. How is that not taken off? To maybe it, maybe it I has. think I, yeah. I'm gonna. We should lean on some Too of our patent attorneys. Or I, we're, we're both attorneys. I that's thought true. last time. That's true. <laughs> when was the last time you filed a patent yeah. or a trademark application? <laughs> Which, by the way, is the reason we neither one of us are attorneys anymore. Dealing that's right. with stuff like that. That's right. Oh my god. That's right. But this is, and I, I sort of put this at the summation here at at the end, as a as a recap, but also as an exclamation point. I think mm -hmm. is punctuation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because in the end, we, we can talk about all the different facets mm -hmm. and all the different, uh, you know, different turn, twists and turns down the rabbit hole. Yeah. But in the end, you arrive here, mm -hmm. I think, when you really understand Bitcoin. Yeah. Which is the money is broken. Right. Fiat money is broken. Right. And it has all of these negative downstream effects for the world, terrible mm -hmm. effects for mm -hmm. the world. Mm hmm. And how do you fix all of those problems? 
you fix the money. Right. You fix the money. And then you buy just by doing that, by fixing the money, mm -hmm. you fix so many of the problems around the world. Right. It's the greatest impact we can have on the world. Yeah. So one of the things that strikes me about what you just said about this idea of fixing the money, fixing the world is it seems as though, and this is a point that I've come to realize fairly lately, is that it's pretty rare in life that there's an opportunity to do something that is both true, is altruistic, meaning it has a really positive impact on, on, on the, the sort of realm beyond one's personal, uh, personal scope. But also there is the added piece of building and storing tremendous generational level wealth it, you can do both you can have two birds with one stone in this case and i think that's such an important piece of it like it, it, and and this is another thing it there, there's no reliance on marketing or pr or board it is built into the dna of the thing itself bitcoin to run in this direction it's running in the direction of positive for the world, positive of adopters, yeah. positive for adopters. 100%. Adapters, adopters, adopters. adopters. I, by the way, before, sorry, I need to just say too. Come, come clean. We're going to come clean here. I had just been talking at length about how I was deeply grateful for Dan and for both of us, really, that we've proud of us even, yeah. that we committed to this project six months ago and have actually done it. Uh, yeah. So often do people commit to things and don't follow through or they follow through a little bit. We committed to doing a 10 pack of things you need to know about Bitcoin. And I talked about how we learned a lot along the way, like how to record and how to manage audio. And while I was waxing philosophical, <laughs> we, discovered, we discovered that the, the recording on Dan's end had actually dropped. So we're now doing this a second time. And how funny. Uh, that we had we had been talking about that very thing, and the thing we've been talking about actually happened. The podcasting gods were listening. Yes, and they are they are playful gods. <laughs> they 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 take a lot. The old gods and the new. The old gods <laughs> and the new. <laughs> the podcasting gods. They they I, they're just being ironic in that one. They giveth and they taketh away. They, so far, they've been take take a thing quite a bit. I think enough take a thing and a lot of take a thing. But I think Trent, as we progress through these pods. And I, first of all, I have a lot of gratitude for you committing so much time and effort in doing this. You know, you've got a very busy life and not easy to schedule these. And it get this pod itself, there's so much I want to say about doing the pod and we'll do a whole quarterly review about the pod itself. But it's, it's such a microcosm, I think, in many ways of the things we're actually learning about Bitcoin. Right. Proof of work. Yeah. Being right at the heart. These pods take work. Yeah. They aren't easy to do. No. I know our banter sounds very easy, people. I know. Uh, and I think that's why it you're here. It takes a lot to look this good, really. It takes <laughs> a lot of effort to look this casual. It took me all morning to make it look like I just got out of bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know? That sort of nonchalant, swept back hair, yeah. gin, the easy breezy. Yeah, yeah. No, that actually, there's work. There's work that goes there's into work, it. There's work. Okay. And uh, by the way, the work, our, the work that we put into these pods is also just years of, of authentic friendship. Yeah. And that's, 
And that's that right. gets, and that ties right back into the altruism part that you just said, because we're doing it, it's it's such a reflection of Bitcoin. We're doing these things because we just want to. That's right. We like doing it. Right. And we also hope it has this added external effect. Right of encouraging people to learn about the most important thing that they could possibly learn about. Right. And I think that's a good point. I think part of it is, I think about it two ways. First, gradually, well, then, then suddenly. Gradually then suddenly uh, this is another two-way uh, example, is we're doing it for ourselves because we think that it's, I don't want to speak for you, but I think that it's fun and and really cements the learning to actually do the thing to you do the to, talking you have to talk about it you have to talk about it you have to be have your mind changed about it you have to do some research you have to do some reading you have to be thoughtful uh that's one the second one is for all the other people in our lives that we think would benefit yes. from exploring going to a little ways down the rabbit hole alongside us and so i think that also is a good mirror to the the one-two punch of Bitcoin, which is the internal piece, which is this could be a thing that would help you for long-term hold assets and generational wealth, but also for the sphere beyond oneself. So, and so it, it, it lines up with that pretty well. It is the true genius that Satoshi built. Right. Is the incentives. Right. And I think if you have to distill Bitcoin down to a single word, mm -hmm. It would be incentives. Yeah. Because of everything you just said, you don't have to come to Bitcoin with this altruistic worldview. In fact, you come for number go up. You, right. You right. Come because you number want to go see, up. That's got to be a, a, is that a Bitcoin? Uh, yeah, sure is. One it's, of the best. Yeah, One of the number best. Go up. It's number go up technology. Yeah. Increasing scarcity, hard cap in a world of forever more money if, yeah. in a fiat world. Yeah. An asset with a fixed supply in a fiat world means its number, its price will only go up. And you don't have to believe in Bitcoin to believe that. Look at every, look, go back to episode, uh, what was it, three? The hard assets. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the Dallas Cowboys. Right. Look at Banksy's. Right. That's it. Scarce, scarce assets. Well, look at your notes from macro uh, economics, day one, class one. Yes. Uh, safe. Supply, Supply and demand. Look back at any movie from or you know any reference point you can find from something even 20 years ago or, yep. or more and any price points yep and just and just contemplate what that means and this this the whole point of this episode fix the money fix the world the money is broken but I, i'm going to get to that in one second because i just want to wrap up this this point about the incentives it is it is satoshi knew that in this free market in this capitalistic world what you want is people doing things out of their own self-interest right? that have a massively positive benefit to the world right? because that's how you actually get adoption. Right. Like, no marketing department, like you said. You, no one's, no one's going to try to convince you of just the altruism part because it's in some sort of corporate interest to do it. Right. Say Facebook trying to get you to do something, right? right. This is just – a grassroots bootstrapped movement of people who want to get wealthy. Yeah. Right. And by doing that, you grow adoption yep. one person at a time. Right. And before you know it now, we have bootstrapped this new fixed supply money, an alternative to the fiat system right. for the world, for everyone to benefit from. Right. But again, it has to be each person's own 
self-interest. Yeah. And and then the flip side of that is there may there are people out there who care deeply about altruism and if they come to it from that lens, they get the personal benefit. So it's like yeah, however it's, you come at it, so true. however you come at it, it's a positive. Well, they say you 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 come for the riches and you stay for the revolution. Love it. But it's fine if you come for the revolution and, and it's stay also for the riches. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. For the four or five people out there coming at it that way, that's great too. Well, no, but I feel like that the piece we just did, which I haven't published yet, but I can't wait to publish these on the energy. Yeah. And the um the topsy turvy. Like yeah. the for the people that do understand the impact of just wanting to incentivize renewable energy for the world, right? Here's the best market player in the world yeah. for you to do it. Right. Bitcoin. Right. Boom. So yeah, I mean, I think I think we're still early enough that the people who might come just for the revolution part are that's beginning to happen. Mm -hmm. That, that, that awareness piece is just getting big and, you know, we're only still at a couple of percent right. our last episode, right? The network effects, right. We're just at the very beginning. So as we get on the steep upslope to the mm -hmm. suddenly phase of Bitcoin, Oh yeah. I think people will come into Bitcoin purely say for the energy or to help people in Africa. Yeah, for sure. And the and the bigger benefit on the on the personal riches side, the earlier you're in, the better. And for anybody who thinks it's too late, I mean, go back to what you just said: one percent adoption or something. Of or, any or, meaningful, uh, yeah. of people. So I, the, the way you think about it is, people that understand Bitcoin and store a meaningful amount of their wealth mm -hmm. in Bitcoin, whatever mm -hmm. that is. Mm -hmm. It's different for each person. Mm -hmm. But that shows you that it's it's a level of understanding, and it's not just a shiny like stupid dogecoin right you know because right. there's there's a lot of that frankly yep. people on yep. bitcoin they have no idea a lot what of noise a lot, a lot of, noise. of noise going back to the we're touching on all the we're just that's what you do in summation, in episodes. summation episodes we're touching on it the, the shit coin yeah there are i mean it is all these things come together and that's why i'm so massively excited i'm so happy we're doing these yeah is because of just the, the view the bitcoin lens we always talk about but it is this multifaceted thing and, and it keeps changing. Like one day you're more interested in the energy piece and then yeah. you realize, oh wait, it's, it's, you know, something else. Well, it's, it's a, it's a, excuse me. Bitcoin is a vessel that is endlessly interesting. However, endlessly you, come, interesting. however you come at it, whether it's a, a, it's a wealth accumulation device or wealth storage device device or, uh, force for sustainable energy or force for good in developing countries. However you come at it, it's endlessly interesting. And there aren't a lot of things in the world that are endlessly interesting. No, nothing that I can yeah. think of. Even the things, you know, I don't know. I can't even think of what could come close. I, I have been so deeply in this for some time now. And I think that my interest is only accelerating. Yeah. It's exponential. You know, it's like it just parallels the growth of Bitcoin itself. And I, I just would love just quickly yep. just to touch on a few of the things, maybe a little bit of a recap, but just as what we're talking about and why fixing the money, fixing the world, like what do we mean? Yep. What does it actually mean? Right. As a solution to the fiat system, again, we always have to start mm -hmm. with what was Bitcoin designed to fix? Yep. The problem is the money printing around the world. And it is unavoidable, the inflation, how crazy expensive the world has become everywhere. Mm -hmm. And we're in the place with the lowest inflation generally in the US, but so even here, 
Mm -hmm. It has gotten crazy levels. Okay. But by having a hard money, an option now for the really, this is our chance. Mm -hmm. This is our one and only chance yep. to separate money from the hands of people, right. human incentives. Right. And to now have the ability there in the world to have a money mm -hmm. that goes up in value instead mm -hmm. of down. All of the impact that that has to give people time back, right. to have people think long term, right. to build things, mm -hmm. to grow wealth, to have a way to store that their time and effort in the things you do in the world mm -hmm. into an asset that will go up in value instead of down. Right. And in the fiat system, you're forced to have to become a hedge fund manager of your own household. Right. Safety and a most great line is in the fiat world, you have to earn your money twice. Yeah. To earn it the first time, then you have to figure out some way to invest it to beat the the corrosive relentless impact of inflation that's such a and money is supply expansion that's such a terrific point and i was thinking while you were talking i was i was reminding myself there's this amazing um there's this amazing old movie called tarpon uh and, it, and it's it's set in key west florida it's a documentary and it and it focuses on um Tom McGuane, Jim Harrison, Richard Brodigan, three like giants of of American literature in different ways. McGuane was a great is a great fiction writer, Harrison more memoir, but also wrote uh Legends of the Fall, which became a movie. Uh and Richard Brodigan's a poet who actually died out in Bolinas. Uh he's a Bay Area guy. Uh and there's a moment in the film where they're talking uh, about why they love uh, tarpon fishing so much. And they said as middle-aged men, it was really important for them because so much of life as you get older is about confronting this, what they call diminishing portfolio of enthusiasms, <laughs> which is an incredible like life. Boy, it's an incredible way to think about and, and sort of a sad way to think about life. But I think one of the things that this project has done for me is like, it is, it is another piece. And I'm, by, I, by the way, I actually, in my own experience, don't feel that I've in, had to endure a diminishing portfolio of enthusiasms. Um, I get really into a lot of different stuff, but this for me has been in addition to my portfolio of enthusiasms, but also uh, it speaks to what Bitcoin does, which is it doesn't diminish the portfolio. It it only expands. And I love this idea of having to earn your money twice in a fiat world. And I think we're so accustomed to that that we don't even question it. Right. So to take a big step back and say, hey, maybe there's a way that instead of earning my money twice, I actually can ease off, take my foot off that accelerator and have the thing rather than diminish, increase with less effort. So, so brilliant. And I love the way you just on the fly come up with these literary and cultural references. Well, that's Pretty, what I'm here for. That's what you're here that's, for. That's, that's, that's how I earn my key. That's what I'm paying you for. Here. <laughs> Still waiting on payment, oh, well, by the way. Payment is just checks experience in the mail. In the, the checks yeah. in the mail. <laughs> um, Oh my God. It's so right that that affording people the time now, think of the valuable things that people can do with their time in a, on a Bitcoin standard right. world, right. where the value of your money just goes up in purchasing power. Things become less expensive 
right not more right so you don't have to so okay again privileged white guys here i mean let's just think about around the world yeah people have to work second third jobs yeah people have to spend so much time away from their families mm -hmm. to you know at least to you know earners per household multiple right. jobs all of the things and then the and then in an inflationary world you have to be much riskier right right you have to like speculate right just to try to keep up and what all the incentive again get back to incentive and the incentives the incentives of the fiat world are all terrible right how about focusing on long-term building a value and having things become less expensive over time that's so why we're doing this mm -hmm. is just to spark an interest for people to think about these things right i think you'll end up buying bitcoin but we don't care about that yeah, yeah. we want people just to think about it right and now we have a tool satoshi gave this gift to the world that we have this tool now of how we can express this view essentially we can express our view on the fiat system mm -hmm. by opting out right into this hard incorruptible no human beings fucking around with it mm -hmm. system and i just think that's so i get so excited to think it gives me such hope yep michael saylor bitcoin is hope yeah in the end yeah it's hope for the world yeah well, and it's funny. I mean, I think if you get nothing else out of the last 10 episodes, this one included, this and the previous nine, at least waking up to the idea that we have been collectively sleepwalking through a system yes. in which we work harder for less yes. and things cost more, even though we have the technology to make things cost less. We know they should be coming down, prices so, should be coming down. So if, if you think uh, of nothing, if you take nothing else away, that seems to be a key tenant of what we've been talking about. And then the question is, you know, if you think about like when you teach essay writing to high school kids, it's like the what, the so what, and the now what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the what is the sort of we're sleepwalking through this 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 system where we don't even question that an ice cream cone in a in a Tony summer place oh. cost, you know, sixteen dollars, whereas ten years ago it cost four dollars or whatever. Right. Um wake up to that. And then the 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 so what is that well you've been working twice as hard to be able to afford less. Your income hasn't forexed right. in 10 years. And then the now what is, well, there is an opt-out button. That's right. There is a parachute. That's right. There is an escape hatch. And that's all we're talking about. That's it. So that's like so if smart. you can if you can just think on that and 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 start to apply I I find it really like as a thought experiment fascinating to just think about all of the things that we spend our time doing that we just do because that's what we do. And it's like, well, wh wait, why are we actually doing this? Yeah. What is the value of this? And I think we're in a moment in time where there, we're ripe as a society for questioning things that are just sort of, we're anesthetized to. Yeah. And it just, and you think about, you know, where I think we're witnessing people are getting to a point where there's increasing breakdowns in society. Yeah. Because of the really because of the corrosive impact of money printing, right? It, it, again, the ultimate, the conclusion of the fiat world ends terribly every time, right? Because all that they can do is just to keep printing, keep printing, keep printing, right? right. Stay in power, right? So it, it doesn't end well at all, right? You know, and that's we're not there yet. 
But mm-hmm. I think we're 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 in the we're you know we're in the yeah. back nine for sure. Maybe yeah. we're on seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. You know, we're approaching it. And that's a golf reference. That's, by yeah, I don't know. I don't know play golf, but I don't know why I thought of that. <laughs> oh, but look, the the thing. There's so much we can. I mean, we're going to continue doing these pods. By the way, right. a one way ratchet. I think doing these pods is they're their own ratchet. I just want to keep doing these. Yeah, more. They are and fun. All these teams will will be you know returning to right in the coming months, but in years. And I think that's so exciting. It gets back to this hopeful, and, and really, I think that's what I want to. Yeah. This is this is how the maybe the image I want to end the ten on mm. is it's a very dark depressing world mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. in many ways. I mean, mm-hmm. just look at the news any right. day. Right. And were there not this alternative, getting back to your portfolio of um, enthusiasms? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I would have very few enthusiasms if I thought everything was hopeless. Yeah. Really? Right. And now we have the ability just to, to, to get people to, to think about it, to talk about it, to normalize mm-hmm. it. That's why we're doing it. And there's an image that I just love because it it really drives home the whole distinction between the fiat world and and then Bitcoin is in the fiat world, everything that's important to you, every goal, everything that you want to do, everything you want for your kids Mm -hmm. and their lives, it just moves farther away from you. Yeah. It gets more expensive. The horizon is receding. The horizon is receding. And in a Bitcoin world where Bitcoin only gets more valuable. Things become less expensive in Bitcoin. All of your goals are like a con- on a conveyor belt getting closer to you. Yeah. In which way do you want that conveyor belt to run? I love that. Do you want it to get away from you or move closer to you? I love that. And that's what makes me so hopeful. And I'm just so excited to keep doing these. And I'm thrilled that we had, as you said, start anywhere. Yeah, we decided, you know, no one's ever ready to start one of these. Yep. We just started it and yeah. we're doing it. And now we're off. Now we're off. Now we're now we're still making technical errors, even 10 episodes <laughs> in. But that's that's part of the deal. Um, you know, and if you think about like the human condition <clears throat> to take a big step back, you know, one of the things that makes one of the things we, we sort of are hardwired to do is to make meaning out of things. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's why you know, people have created religions and that's why people have families and hopefully are doing work that they feel is good work and meaningful work. We try to make meaning out of things. And one of the hardest places to do that is it is if you look in and take a big deep dive into the insanity of, of the fiat world, like yeah. it's hard to find meaning there. And so Bitcoin becomes this incredible scaffolding for the creation of meaning in, a, in an otherwise like arbitrary, very meaningless and highly uh, slanted world. Oh, so true. And you, it, the, not just the meaning, you know, I mean, it's so true. It is the fiat world is that, but the reality that it's just a rigged game. Yep. And the wealth gap just keeps widening and talk about, what world? What kind of world do we want to build for our kids and for the future? One that's just more like that. The proximity to the money printer is the thing that right. determines right. the haves and have-nots, and the amount it doesn't matter how hard you work. Right. Again, you're gonna have to keep working harder for less. Right. Ninety-nine percent of people will. 
I mean, that's we have to do something about it. And by the way, what you just said is also in the context of the highest functioning democracy in the world. We it's, are, you know, there but for the grace of God, we're not Argentina or Zimbabwe or whatever else. I mean, you know, God forbid we have a like tyrannical despot running the show and and that who 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 not only has proximity to the money money printer, but it's like maybe the only one who can touch the money printer. Right. And then it be so we're we've like we've like skated by on this propped up uh notion that oh this is the way it is and it will always be that way but we've gotten really lucky and in the last few years you know not not to get into politics at all but we we've like come dangerously close to some edge that who knows what's on the other side of it well a lot of countries have shown us what's on the sure. other side of that and and so we're sort of enjoying this moment based on past success that that there's no guarantee that this past sort of state of affairs will will inform what happens in the future. Yeah, there's very few examples in world history that are, say, the American Revolution, where a populist uprising ended up for the greater good. Right, right. In almost every other case where there's there's a disgruntled populace. Yep. Left or right, I don't care who, the, who they follow, but yep. when there is a populist uprising mm -hmm. that then takes over, generally doesn't go well for the world. Right. And yeah, I think we're seeing the, we are seeing the breakdown in the U.S. of our the processes and the things that I think left or right people hold dear. Yeah. And just that even the definition of truth and, th and, and I do, I think this is all, these are just extensions of the fiat world. Right. And Bitcoin is truth. Mm -hmm. It just is. I mean, that's yeah. all it is. It's just incorruptible ledger of who owns what. Right. Then nobody can corrupt. Right. That's all it is. And there, and because of that, because no one can manipulate it, it is, it is why we need it right in every way in that way it's it's a little bit more like the laws of physics or something yeah. than it is any sort of man-made man uh, altered thing um yeah so i think uh let me take a big left turn and and talk about current events um you know charlie munger of berkshire hathaway just passed away at age 99 like couple days ago maybe and he was like famously anti-bitcoin uh as was his partner in crime warren buffett and so do you have any any thoughts about that uh i we didn't plan this by the way so you may have zero thoughts about it but i would refer everyone listening right now to the weekly ratchet that i just dropped yesterday oh, i haven't listened yet i spent the second half of that on this very point. Oh, sorry. No, I think it's great. You voted yourself. You didn't listen. That's that's fine. I get that. <laughs> I was okay. busy yesterday. No, no. I know you save them for like you know your quiet My moments. My long car rides like yeah. this afternoon. So you can really focus on. That's it. right. I get that. That's right. And I think it's a great point to end on because he died. I, I'll repeat a line I, I used yeah. on the ratchet. You know you're a baller. Yep in the financial world, yep. an absolute baller, when at the age of 99, they still wait until aftermarket closes to announce that you've died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. They did. I guess they knew they, they just waited until yeah. aftermarket closed to release the information. So the markets didn't go into panic. Like, I don't think, I don't think anyone, this is no shock to anybody. Yeah, you know, right, but, right. Um, an absolute baller, an absolute legend, 
nobody played the fiat game mm-hmm. better right. than Buffett and Munger. That's what I thought you were going to say. They, they are the winners of mm-hmm. the fiat world. Mm-hmm. All of their wealth was based on a central investment philosophy, mm-hmm. which is to buy great assets mm-hmm. at a great price. Mm-hmm. So have a long view. Yeah. Wait for an opportunity. Buy great assets and hold forever. Right. And what is the wisdom of that? You're betting on money printing. Yeah. That's all you're doing. Right. And they did it better than anyone because right. they knew that by holding great assets over time, the great assets are going to survive. Right. And there'll just be more and more and more dollars chasing them. The price is always going to go up. Yeah. That just described Bitcoin. Yeah. Now, I don't expect anyone in their 80s and 90s to fully grasp Bitcoin. And their incentives, getting back to incentives, was to not embrace it because it's disruptive right. to their world. Right. But their entire philosophy, what made them the greatest investors of all time, is exactly are exactly the same reasons why I think people should buy Bitcoin. Yeah. And maybe we're in a moment now where if if Charlie Munger and 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 Warren Buffett were in their twenties right now, they would probably be the biggest Oh, I think in their, I think given um if they right, I think it's just an age thing more than anything. Right. And I don't blame them. I mean, Bitcoin, Munger was 84 when Bitcoin was invented. Right. You know? Right. And then it came into prominence when he was in his 90s. Most 84-year-olds can't even operate the remote. Seriously. No offense to the 84-year-olds in our life. But, you know, technology tends to be complicated for people who are octogenarians. That's a a big, big, uh, I've just made a big generalization. But I think it holds true. At least in the ones I know, it holds true. Yeah. Uh, and, and so of course, but I think even more important is they knew that it's deeply disruptive to the, to the platform on which they'd built their wealth. They're doing just fine. Investing, by the way, their portfolio is filled with financials, banks, insurance companies, things like that, that benefit directly from money printing. Right. They don't want a disruptive new thing that's going to disrupt the fiat world. Of course not. Right. But I do think, but getting back to, you know, if they were to really look at the investment thesis, why? why that they would buy and hold any asset yeah. well it's all the same reasons people right. i think should should buy bitcoin should be bitcoin curious yeah well one of the things uh in these last couple of minutes that we've just i know our listeners are at the edge of their seats about is the song of the day yeah and uh today's your day yeah uh, which is appropriate given that this was you've been the the main engine behind this project so do you want to uh, spend a few minutes on that topic yeah uh thank you and i appreciate i I don't this really wasn't intentional these alternating songs but it didn't it lined up so that i would have 10 yeah and we didn't even think through that no no and we didn't even to be to be completely transparent we didn't come up with this idea about a song of the day until maybe like the second or even third i mean we 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 started out with mo money mo problems which just sort of fell into our laps and then we're like, oh, that's fun. Let's do a song. And then it's like, well, let's alternate. So we, yeah, yeah. we definitely didn't load the deck, but it turns out uh, to be a very fitting conclusion to this first and not final episode, but this final of the first segment. Yes, that's right. Season one. Season one. This is the finale of season one. And finale I think, of know, season one. I think we've, we've, we've dropped enough cliffhangers here <laughs> that we want to keep you on for the coming seasons. Yeah, but the, okay, this song... I, earlier in episode, uh, whatever it was, uh, four or whatever, when I, when I talked about my experience in London yes. and 
that at the time it was such a you know just a time and place. What neighborhood were you in? Oh, I was all over. All but over. I but I stayed with friends um, near um, University of London. Ah, nice. So what? Not Camden. I I don't really, yeah, yeah. I don't really remember. But it was you know we yeah. bopped all over the yeah, place. Yeah. And really, what it was, um, what the experience was to me because I'd never been to Europe. It really had never really been. I've been to New York maybe once or twice, but right. I'd never really seen. Um, a culture and street life and just yeah. a number of cool bars. Yeah. And of course, being recently 21 and whatever, yeah. and, you know, so it was just, it there was, was an awakening. It was an awakening. Perfect. Perfect. An awakening. And also it really was hugely influential for me in music. Yes. More than anything. Oh, yeah. not more than, it just is one of the things. It really opened my eyes that, I mean, my, throughout college, I was exposed to some great bands and some really, but I feel like you go to London and you're just hearing stuff that you've never heard before. And in these cool places and just with the Brits. And again, I'm a huge Anglophile. So yeah. it all really lined up. Okay. So very meaningful experience there. And I discovered another band there. And I thought we were is, heading towards the clash or something. No, it's just not. I would have loved for this to be, to have check every box where this is say one of the, one of the greats. Yep. Um, great album. The great, you know, all that. Yeah. I think it's a great album. This is more because it's, it's meaningful to me, but I think the song itself yep. is so on point. Okay. Actually, I consider it my anthem for Bitcoin itself. Wow. Yeah. Good one to end on. Yeah. Every line, every word, and just the joy of this song, this hope. Do I know this song? I, you might know it. I, I think you've certainly heard it okay. over the years. I don't know that it's one you'll immediately recall. Okay. Unfortunately. Okay. I, would lo I love when we share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I think but in a way, it's fun to be, be opened up to new songs too. Yeah. So really, in the end, this song is about hope okay. for the world. The song is called Moving On Up by the band Primal Scream. Which is well, I immediately go to uh, like moving on up to the the, 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 you know, the Sanford is that Sanford and Sons or what is that Sanford and Sons? That's what I'm thinking. He looks That's not what you're talking about. Damn it! That would have been a great. By the way, a great call for this episode. Yeah. Okay. I think the Jeffersons got themselves on a Bitcoin, on a Bitcoin standard, and they improved their their lives quite a bit. Primal Scream. I have to admit, Primal I don't scream, know that song. Moving on up. Getting out of darkness, my light shines on, is this refrain, moving on up. And it's just elevating humanity. It's sort of seeing the light, this bright, glorious orange glow of Bitcoin and what it means for the world. And it is, and it is also just a, there's, um, I mean, I'm this, looking at the lyrics. It seems like it was written by Michael Saylor. It or seems something. like it was written by Michael Saylor for Bitcoin. Yeah. And when you listen to it, it's got a little bit of a, it almost has an early stones sort of guitar okay. refrain. Okay. Yeah. But then it's got these amazing female vocals that come in and it's just like this joyous like chorus. Yeah. And it trails on at the end. I'm going to do two things though, because yeah. how I came back to this song more recently mm -hmm. is someone forwarded me their alive, um, you know, they're basically a live album. Yeah. Primal Scream. And I, I hadn't heard them in years. I loved this whole record when it came out. It was at the time that I was in London you know, mm -hmm. years ago. But the live version of this song Love it. is so damn good. I have to post both because I great. think I like the live version better. It's, it's even more of a rocker. Yeah, great. So that's it, people. Listen, 
if you're at all interested in anything we're doing here, first of all, we appreciate your listening. Anyone who's here listening to the end of 10? Yeah. Mom? Number one fan. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Nodding. <laughs> uh, uh, give this a listen. Yep. And just, I think it's like, it's a feel good Friday. You know, it's just take you into your weekend type song. That's right. Oh and my God. To, by the way, what a great thing that we've got going here because it's evergreen. We can just keep coming every, every episode. We just alternate. It's going to song. Oh, it's going to be good. And we're going to eventually have a, a massive Spotify playlist attached to one way ratchet. Got the merch store, merch coming. store, a whole playlist, right? Obviously all the pods will be out there in the world. We'll probably, We'll probably do a book at some point. Certainly a book. Get, oh, by the way, we have, I might tease a few things here. We've got a pretty amazing project that we'll be oh, doing yeah. in the coming, I'd say within a couple of months. Yeah. That is actually is where it all started. The yep. idea we kind of, yeah. um, that is, it's, I think it's going to really, what's going to put one way ratchet on the map globally. I would say. Absolutely. Yeah. Global domination. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's bring it to a close. 10 episodes. Congratulations. We did it. We did it. Boom. 10. The first 10 in the can. Love it. <laughs> in the can and out of the closet. That could be a that could be a a, a tagline too. The t-shirt right there. Out of the closet in the can. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. All right. Adios. Adios. All right. Fucking great. <laughs>